0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Podcasts of the Planet of the Apes. Today's episode is...
1: Episode 16, Time of the Apes. Hey, Joe. Yo, Andrew. How are you? I'm good,
0: man. I am yeah. good. A lot of good things. Happy, a lot of good things. Yeah. Happy holidays. Uh happy new year. It's 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 been a bit since uh we've had an episode. Um, our last episode launched on Christmas Eve. So hope everyone had a great holiday, uh, no matter what you celebrate, and hope they had a good New Year's Eve, uh, and New Year's Day. I played Animal Crossing. Nice, very nice. Joe, how was your holiday?
1: My well, holiday was good. It was uh boring you know as per usual i mean we've got the pandemic still going on so not a lot going
0: on but uh overall there's there's a change there's there's a change in the world and uh things things are getting better we're recording this on the 20th so things are definitely we are things are getting Uh, better baby Baby! so um uh anything ape related over the over the break because we we did kind of take a break this is kind of our uh we're kind of heading into season two for us kind of season two. Um, So we've got, we've got a few changes coming along this year um, with the show, including us finally tackling uh, the modern trilogy and uh, hammering out some classic stuff that we we've wanted to cover and bringing back some guests and and having some really cool new guests on. Um, We've had a lot of really great reaction from uh, our listeners um there's some really cool things going on with some of our listeners so we'll we'll definitely be plugging them at some point um including we've got a new graphic that's going to be debuting um which is awesome and we're going to uh give all that information out once we do that as well as just some just some really cool things in the pipeline for season two i say that with quotations of podcasts of the planet of the apes so i'm i'm pretty psyched um oh and for christmas i got a planet of the apes monopoly
1: oh wait i got you know you said you were you were uh, playing animal crossing i started yeah, yeah. playing uh paper mario oh, for, i haven't played but, i haven't played
0: the new one yet is i just it got it for christmas it is
1: uh it's entertaining it's fun i yeah it's hard it's very yeah hard. really yes
0: I'm actually surprised. That's the first I've ever heard. Hard. Okay. It's hard um, because
1: you have to get like the combat system. That's it's gotcha. like a puzzle. The combat system is a puzzle in and of
0: I love that. That sounds awesome to me. Um the writing in those games are always just amazing. Stellar, just oh, so yeah. funny. Um, that's that's exciting. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh this week we're talking about uh Japanese uh knockoff of planet of the apes called time of the apes we have a very special guest with us too yep um drea is going to be with us and uh explaining the madness that we ensued while watching this film um so i i think that's enough skedaddling and catching up what you want to jump into this episode let's do it that- All right.
1: Hey, everybody. Okay. Welcome to Podcast of the Planet of the Apes. Weird. Starting off, we've got wonderful music in the background, courtesy of Andrew. Um, and we also, have this. Yeah. we also have a very special guest with us today. Drea, would you like to say hello? Hello. Yeah, there she is. She said hello. Oh, God. Why did he discover these things?
0: Uh, There's only like three of them though. All right.
1: He discovered sound effects, people. I hate I hate that he discovered sound effects.
0: I'll quit aping around. Oh Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like most about it, Joe? Mm -hmm. Is that you can't do it and I have complete control over it. I no
1: Dre, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: This is fine. This, everything's fine.
1: Is it though? Is it fine? So
0: this week we watched um Time of the Apes.
2: Why am I here? <laughs> Time
1: of the Apes, the Japanese planet of the Apes from what year again? I completely forget.
2: Uh we said it was like the seventies, I think. No, eighties. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure it's the yeah. 70s
2: um, 80s uh well, no, it was
0: released 1987, in 1987 yeah. but oh. it is a adaptation it's not an adaptation it is a recut version of a television series from 1974 i believe yep 1974 so technically 1974 but recut redubbed in 1987 the Got year it. of my birth mine as well
2: happy birthday Thank you Best Nope, nope. Alright I'm <laughs> going to leave I'm, I'm out of here you're gonna make her leave.
1: Look you're going to make her leave now Do you see what you're doing Do you see what you're doing Andrew Jesus I'll stop
0: Yeah, I understand that things are getting kind of serious right now And um I'll make it a point To Not make as much noise got it
1: very good that was that was very heartfelt I'm, i I accept your apology I don't know if drea does though
2: uh you're forgiven nice this time
0: thank you
1: anyway drea I have a very important question now you actually discovered time of the Apes for us and I you, have yeah you put us on to this this masterpiece of a uh, of a film. But the big question is, what was your uh, initial um, introduction to Planet of the Apes before coming in contact with me and actual Planet of the Apes?
2: So um, I have an interesting uh, relationship with movies. I like to torture myself with bad movies um, in general, primarily 70s and 80s, like sci fi and fantasy. It's just, it's so good. It's my favorite. Um, but the ironic thing about this whole entire thing is I've actually never seen, um, the original Planet of the Apes. Uh, I've only seen the, uh, as I've been told the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, uh, when I was, uh, when it first came out, uh, and that's it. I didn't see any of the new stuff. I didn't see any of the old stuff. Um, I probably would like it, but, uh, at this point I just feel like it's whatever doesn't matter anymore. Right. <laughs>
0: whoa well i mean it's still like a classic film i i would suggest going back and giving it a shot at some point
2: so is this whole recording just you guys trying to convince me to watch those movies i guess at
0: this point yeah
2: (laughs) okay okay
0: all right well um interesting and do you remember liking marky mark and the monkey bunch
2: um so when i was younger um I thought it was I thought it was cool. I liked the uh escapism to it. I liked the uh the thought provokingness of it. Um I thought Marky Mark was great. There was some I remember, didn't he have like a like a monkey girlfriend or something like that in that movie?
1: He definitely tries to get it on. He, with yeah, it. he does. <laughs> he he tries.
2: Yeah. And
1: yeah. so does she. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I like that part. I'm all for it. So um, I thought it was good at the time. I'd probably watch it now and see that it hasn't aged very well.
0: Yeah, and you it's would be correct. A, uh, it's definitely a point of content uh, here on the podcast. I, I think it's like kind of 50, 50 split of people who have enjoyed it and uh, me. So.
2: Well, if there's two of you yeah, yeah. and one enjoys it and the other one doesn't, I guess that, yeah, that's exactly a 50, 50 split. Yeah. um yeah
0: um okay well but you know like some of the the zeitgeist of of the original planet of the apes though right like the the statue of liberty shit did i just spoil yeah, it
2: i've seen i've seen um like the memes that's the most i would say so i know that like you damn dirty apes and uh like uh some of those scenes something on a beach that's pretty much it. That's the most I know about it. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So I think knowing that and now having seen uh, time of the apes, I think you've pretty much seen the original *Planet of the apes then.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I, disagree. I, it seems as though that this movie was just like a faithful adaptation to the original from what I can tell. Uh, it had, um, amazing dialogue. Um, wonderful special effects um costumes all that kind of stuff was all perfect the pacing of the of this movie was yeah i can't keep this going it's this movie was absolutely
1: terrible (laughs) Um, yeah this was by far uh, i want to say it was worse than night of the bloody apes andrew but I,
0: i don't know no no, All right. open heart. We saw actual open heart surgery, Joe. Yeah, that's true. So this is not worse than Night of the Bloody Apes.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Drea, there was a, another ape movie that we found called Night of the Bloody Apes. And it involves a doctor replacing the heart of his, uh, his son's heart. With an ape's heart, and the footage that they showed for the open heart surgery scene was actual spliced in open heart surgery. And I did not know that until Andrew did research and then he told me, and I felt so disgusted.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew it while watching it, and it was worse. Um, so, that said, um, let's kind of dive deep into the time of the apes. Um, gonna yeah, I've got my notes bit, here. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's go into it. Well, so it was created in 1987 uh, by Sandy Frank Productions. I I have a little history with this movie where I have seen parts of it, particularly in an episode of Mystery Science Theater. Um, I know that they definitely did this, but I know I I remember falling asleep during it because it was like really late at night on the sci-fi channel. And I definitely fell asleep during the So I had never seen the ending, but I remember the very beginning pretty vividly. Um, and I'm so sorry. No. Yeah, it's fine. No, I'm glad I finally saw it. Uh, well, cause like, there's that shot of like the apes turning to the humans, which is like very um, it's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah. Um, so I definitely remember that uh but yeah it's a sandy frank production from 1987 in which he took a 26 episode japanese television series and knocked it into an hour and a half runtime uh yeah pacing's a little tough uh the story is a little hard to follow a and little it's not that good uh, <laughs> a little hard to follow i kind of want to track down the original series um cuz uh Drea, you you sent us like a a, a like a like kind of a brief history synopsis of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it on the on YouTube. Yeah, there's like ninja apes, and there's a robot, and there's a bunch of other stuff going on that's nowhere in this film. Yeah, it seems really
2: like they on. yeah they kind of cut it to I guess what they would consider the main plot. Uh, but the problem with that is it's assuming that we kind of know a little bit of the main plot. It almost feel like felt like a little bit of a highlight reel in some points, right. especially towards the end. Um, and there were some parts where I guess we were like supposed to know some things that they just right. introduced towards the end. They're just like, oh yeah, that's UFO is called this. And oh yeah, there's just a random UFO that just keeps showing up. Um, and they're like, it's called this and it does this and it's, oh, it keeps coming up and then like, There's also scenes where there was a lot of drama, right? Like somebody leaving or somebody reconnecting with somebody else. And I'm assuming since it was crossed a couple of episodes, there was more, you know, to it. But in this movie, like you saw the person with that other person five minutes ago, Max. So when they see each other and they embrace and they're all excited and they say their names a thousand times to each other, (laughs) you would assume that like, I guess they were trying to, you know, like uh get some type of emotional right yeah exactly and it it just doesn't come off that way
0: supposed to be something huge but it's it, it comes off so quaint because they had just seen each other two minutes prior
2: yeah and and that cutting is the thing that i think stood out to me the most was the choice of leaving those long emotional parts in and those long parts where they're having this like connection to each other or trying to establish the connection to each other that they like care about these characters uh but taking out the like passage of time Mm -hmm. so it just feels very odd where they're like They're like, you can't come with us because you're an ape and you got to be with your mom. And then they like embrace and they're like, okay, leave. And they're like, I'm so glad we met her. But then they were like really mean to her at first saying like, stay with your mom. Don't don't come with us. You can't like. So it was just a it was a strange experience. Um, uh, But I mean, I have notes like the first thing I have here is like the intro. How did you guys feel about the actual intro, like the credit intro?
1: Oh, yeah. All the yeah. stock footage. Um, it's just, stock, photos it's just stock footage of of different apes and gorillas and monkeys and and shakma and, and at the very end. Uh yeah, Drea, there's there's a very great horror movie from the nineties called shakma that we watched uh that has the one and only Roddy McDowell in it. Um highly versus recommend a real live Yeah, is a real baboon. And that last stock footage image they showed was that was a baboon that was <laughs> that you know it looked exactly really like reminiscent yeah. <laughs> yeah um highly recommend checking that out it's also kind of heartbreaking if you do some research on the movie but anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah the the uh the intro was was just a jumbled mess of stock
0: footage i loved it i loved every moment of that, that that's the kind of shit i'm in there for
2: <laughs> yeah and then like after that they
0: they and it's like all like jumpy happy music and stuff too that's going on
2: yeah and then (sighs) and then and then they cut to like teaching like these like these two kids and they're teaching these kids about monkeys Mm -hmm. but then they were showing shots of lemurs which i guess are primates but they're not necessarily monkeys or apes and they were saying like look at this monkey here and i'm like that's not really i mean i mean i'm not a scientist i'll um, say that straight i'm not a scientist believe it or not Um, but i don't believe that lemurs though they are primates are considered like apes um like primates i hey maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong maybe uh a listener can correct you guys and then you guys eventually could tell me because i don't know your listeners um
0: lemurs but, are primates in an order that includes monkey apes and humans but i don't believe that they are apes
2: yeah i mean hey I, maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know lemurs is latin for ghost or spirits wow i did not, not know, know that well now you
1: do
2: um. Yeah, and then they, they go into this like kind of sciency lesson thing, and they're like, "Look at all the things we can find. We can reanimate a dead ape." And then this like little kid is like little kid. I don't even remember what was his name. Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. And Johnny said this amazing quote that I wrote down. It seems wrong to mess with the forces of nature.
0: And then they looked
2: <laughs> at him and said, "Yeah, it's fine." And then they just continue on, and I just thought that was interesting. That um, the most sound advice in this movie was coming from like I don't know, like an eight
1: year old. Right, the kid was definitely very young to be coming up with something like that. Also, they cared a lot about his sleep schedule in that intro scene too. I was like, why? Why do we care about this? Of, of Johnny? Yeah, they were talking about the kid's sleep schedule at
0: one well, point. It was a foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> It well was... they
2: did have accidental freezing um right that happened the, so you sleep a long time freezing. during accidental freezing yeah mm, true. Right.
0: they were freezing the lemurs and showing that they could bring them back from the brink of uh below freezing temperature and that's how they were pretty much reviving the dead so they' were like oh with this we can we can put them in a time capsule mm-hmm. yeah then... I... I'm sorry go on.
2: no I mean I I just thought like you know this is sort of jumping towards the end but they kind of are are in connected the they talk about like the science in this movie is that if you freeze somebody cold enough i believe um it changes time
1: yeah apparently instead of just going forward in time if you freeze something cold enough you can go back in time
2: yeah
0: It also is not the same amount of days in the time. So you're frozen for only like six hours or six days.
1: Yeah, it was like seven days and they were...
0: But you go back in time however many years. But then... Oh my God, my brain. Uh, Let's try not to
1: try to explain the science of the time of the apes.
0: There's... There's a moment where they explain this and my brain was literally on fire because I was confused as whether or not they knew that the people had to get back into the same time capsule in order to reverse the time travel, or would they just wake up in those six days anyway?
1: I don't even know. <laughs> I I just I well, can't. I think
2: you're missing an important part. Once you're frozen, there has to be about five minutes of miniatures being exploded on screen. And I did count, it was five whole minutes of explosions. <laughs> And then after that, also there explored. was five more minutes of like toy cars next to miniature buildings being exploded as well. So we had about 10 minutes of exploding. So I think that explosions are part of the freezing process. Um, yes.
1: That I can agree with. I'm going yeah. to agree with that as well.
0: Uh, it reminded me a lot of a series from the late 60s, early 70s, uh, Johnny Soko and his flying robot. Are you, you Are you guys familiar with, with that
2: one at all? Uh, I don't think so. Uh,
0: it's a it's a giant robo uh Japanese television series. Oh, but yes, yes, um, yes. it's about like a kid and it, and his awesome robot Johnny Johnny Soko is the kid. But it was another one of those um like reworked, reimagined kind of things from Japan that was poorly brought over to the United States. And um, a lot of the miniatures and a lot of like the sets of things blowing up and stuff, I was just having vivid flashbacks to that. Um, and I, I found out about uh, the time of the apes was a lot of the designs and um, especially for like the costumes and the sets and things, uh, they were done by a lot of people who worked on Godzilla films. So mm. it would you know, make sense a bad type of vibe, yeah. Right, that there's miniatures and that there's uh this makeup which isn't bad.
2: Their mouths don't also move. Also is not
0: practical.
1: Yeah. It uh, the wasn't, do not it, move.
2: Yeah, the mouths didn't move and when they did move it sort of just kind of flapped a little bit. Um so that was hard because you have you know obviously normally when you go from Japanese to English you try to match a little bit of the uh, the lip flaps just so it doesn't seem jarring so you might add more words or cut out some words just so it seems a little better uh, but here it was hard because it was just a, a, a unanimated face and in the beginning of the movie the 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 apes like they didn't speak at all and they just grunted. So I thought that's all we were getting. And then all of a sudden they started talking, but the mouths weren't moving. So it almost felt like they were doing it telepathically. It was a little strange um, to say the least.
1: Movie would have been 10 times better if they were telepathic.
2: I mean, maybe they were, maybe we missed that. We might have to rewatch the whole movie.
0: <laughs> Let's not. Um So <laughs> kind of going back. uh uh Johnny. Is Sister Catherine? Oh, yeah, Catherine. I could not... And no, wait, was Catherine the older his, lady? I don't remember. No, and Caroline. was the older his lady? His is Caroline. Um, they end up in a frozen time capsule, and then, as you said, yes, five minutes of explosions and miniatures, and that's what leads them into the future that we think, but ends up being the past... No, mm-hmm, no, no, mm-hmm. it's not the past, it isn't is
1: the it? No, it's the future.
0: But then, how do they go back in time? Because they froze too cold.
1: Yes, that's what the that's what the oh science was God. explaining. They froze too cold, and they went back in time instead of going forward. Don't you understand? This is this is the the science that has been put forth to us by Time of the Apes. Ah! It did go like three thousand years into the future, according to the uncle. But then they froze too cold and went back in time because of some kind of alien spaceship supercomputer. And I forget the name of the supercomputer.
0: Yukon Cornelius. Yukon. Yeah,
2: I've got it. I've got the Yukon here, um, which stands for hold on. I have it written down
0: universal. Hold on. I can remember this universal climate control computer. Nope. You're missing an E. Ah, Silly. Environmental
2: universal environmental control computer.
0: Haha. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I was close. close. (laughs) Um,
2: So I think it's time that we talk about these monkey close-ups.
1: Oh, you mean all the cuts that we got? Like all the massive amount of jarring... Uh, jump cuts cuts that just did were unnecessary cameras on swivels.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, so that was the thing that made like, I guess it was like a product of its time. I could be wrong, but I felt like maybe TV shows had this more often where to create some type of drama, they would have like a zoom in on someone's face and they would cut to that zoom in. um, And then the, the face would have a reaction. Uh, but this went a whole level further. They would have those cut and zoom ins over and over again. So you'd feel nauseous. And then they would z- like, like flip the camera like left and right uh, and like not have any cuts. So you would just feel disoriented afterwards. Um, I did feel sick. I will say I did feel sick.
0: Yeah. It was very nauseous inducing. And and I agree with you on that kind of history of, like in the 60s, when the Zoom was invented, um, everyone used Zoom at that point. So you would always see like zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. That's why I made a joke while we were watching this of like, a, this is this an episode of Laughing? Because that's like a 60s sitcom where it would always just zoom in on a character in their face and be like, I didn't know. Like that kind of stupid thing. <laughs> um, and so, like, I, that's what I kept getting from it. But at the same time, I was trying to think and I'm like, well, this is the seventies and cameras are starting to get smaller. So they clearly are able to pivot and spin this camera much faster. So they, they were clearly just taking advantage. Well, of it, it also goes to the show you, technology at the time.
1: It also goes to show you that, yeah, this, this was cut from different episodes of a TV show because normally there wouldn't just be a million cuts on the tv like this must be coming from all those different episodes you know what i mean like you're not sitting watching every single episode of that show in a row true
0: but i I feel like a lot of these are really like cut montages that are i think originally in that episode because it's like
2: yeah that's very
0: fast cuts of like 10 people's faces
2: exactly that scene like right as soon as they see you know the monkeys or apes? are, Do I call them monkeys or apes? I feel weird. Uh,
0: apes. Um, okay. So uh, monkeys and apes are are different. Um, and what we've learned in the Planet of the Apes series is that uh, the apes in the Planet of the Apes movies do not like to be called monkeys. So no. we try to respect okay. them.
2: That, that's what <laughs> I mean. Like I don't know the I don't know if there. No, so the ape the ape zoom zoomins. Those were all apes in the exact same room. Yes. So that, that was, that part specifically uh, has been uh, burned into my retinas and I cannot unsee that scene. um, That will die with me um, for better or for worse.
0: It's, um, I remember when I was in high school and I took a film course and, um, our teacher was trying to teach me about like repeat cuts which is the same cut over and over again but from different angles and it's to like yes it's showing the same shot and yes time is kind of freezing reversing and then playing again but it's to emphasize like you know something dramatic happening like someone jumping through a window or something like that and uh, i feel like this just takes complete advantage of that And they're like, no, we're going to show everyone's face 15 times from maybe two different angles and as fast as we possibly can. So I felt like I was watching a video I made in high school Um, (laughs) because I was like, yeah, I totally get this in high school. And then like shot it 30 times from 30 different angles. The same one second shot Uh, does not work. Does does, it, it hurts the eyes? yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's painful i
2: I agree i I mean i also am curious to see if like if because we we had to see this at a a low quality because i'm sure there's nothing above a vhs um uh quality of this i'm curious if this was a higher quality version like if we saw it in like let's say like a 4k remaster or you know hd remaster Mm -hmm. i feel like it might be less jarring You know, because all those artifacts, especially when it was the camera was spinning on its tripod and nobody was stopping it um, and we had to just endure um, (laughs) that, I'm sure, like, it might be a little bit easier because we can see at least. Um, I mean, maybe that's maybe that was just my experience, but uh, it, it was it was jarring. It was definitely jarring.
1: Well, I mean not only did they add that with the with the showing of the faces, but when they first meet the apes, right? Um even later on when they like come come back like all the ape hands, the cut of the ape hands like coming at them, I'm like I do I do not like this. I hate everything about what they're doing there. If you guys remember mm-hmm. that little piece of of cut uh cutting technology. I was like, nope, I I don't. I can't I, and I
2: think my brain has uh tried to block that out because i don't remember the, the the hands i'm sure that it was there but i think i probably um uh repressed that memory
1: yeah it was just like a bunch of fast cuts of ape of poorly makeup ape, ape hands just yeah like jamming into their into the camera
0: and then it would just like fade uh, cut to black and then the next shot is them tied up or something because um, it was supposed to be like them grabbing them or punching them or knocking them out. I don't know, because the ape hands were clearly like all closed fists, too. Mm-hmm. It was very odd.
2: So um, I have a question for you, too. Um, in any other Planet of the Ape movies, uh, or, or ape-type movies, do they refer to humans as naked apes, or is it only in this
1: <laughs> <world>? <laughs> It is uh, only is-
0: this movie. And I was super confused uh, uh, at first, not realizing that they were calling the humans naked apes.
1: Yeah. That
0: I thought they were just like exclaiming that there's a naked ape somewhere.
2: Well, that, and that's the thing, right? Like, cause so, so in other Planet of the Apes movies, are, isn't it like there's like two factions of apes or something like that? And they're like.
0: There's a multitude of, of of apes. There's gorillas and there's chimps and there's orangutans. Um, yeah. And then in the late in the newer films, they, they do introduce a few different other types. And um, and
2: like in this movie, it's just you're just an ape and they all kind of are I moved was at, into one big thing. But I'm curious if the TV show was like that as well. I'm curious the if they just show cut that out.
0: Was not. I was looking into that. I don't know if that was in the video you sent or elsewhere, but they actually had the reverse of Planet of the Apes where, and a little bit more close to reality, where the the gorillas are the nicer ones and the chimps are the meaner ones. Mm. Um, whereas in Planet of the Apes, it's the exact opposite. The gorillas are the military and the chimps are science. Um, and the so orangutans the, are like the high- religious or, yeah, um, mm. council. So I thought that was kind of interesting because the the one ape, the gorilla that looks like Colonel Sanders, um, he he's like the nicer one of them. Oh,
2: what was his name? Uh,
0: yes um yeah, i think
2: they just called him her your majesty for most of it or something yeah, like I think that he
0: was like the minister or the commander
1: eminence name. the commander yeah, yeah uh, just a bunch. And of
2: then there was that monkey named something what was his name uh uh, uh gay bar
0: yep gay bar yes gay bar like was, like was like the military guy and yeah. the com and the mi- the minister or the master or whatever was the leader who looked like uh oh colonel sanders and he started off like evil and kind of like in the classic vein of uh dr Zayas, but then he ends up being a good guy but we kind of miss that throughout this entire movie that apparently he has like a change of heart and he's very nice to the humans all we know is that through like one sentence that Catherine says later on in the film
2: true yeah so, And but, like, they, they also
1: changed. cut out an entire there was a whole military coup yeah. Um, yeah, where the
0: chimps take over from the, from the gorillas and we did yeah, not get any yeah. of that either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we missed all of that. Um, it was, it was interesting, but but before all that, we're missing an important quote from our okay. young lad, Johnny. Okay. And I have it written down because again, Johnny just had the most memorable quotes and I want to get this on a t-shirt. It says with this knife, I'm not scared of anyone. <laughs>
0: I have that written um, down.
1: Too I much. have that written down as well.
2: And when he says this, uh, they are in the middle of the woods uh, and they're setting off traps like left and right and constantly being in trouble. And like this knife was stolen from some house. Yep. Like literally they ran into a house. They, they well, first off, they took their shoes off, ran into this house. A uh, An ape was like, what are you doing in my house? leave and they're like we're taking the knife like not asking they just took it uh and then they're all like oh my god what are we gonna do i don't know what to do and then the kid goes well i have this knife so i'm gonna i can i'm not scared of anyone Mm -hmm. um and then while then they get captured and uh it was it, quite interesting i'm curious what that original line was in japanese i'm really curious right.
1: well they don't even get captured they meet up with somebody that we haven't even spoken at all about right
0: uh, well uh, gato gato gordo gordon gecko whatever his name is um, <laughs> yeah uh frodo godo godo,
2: godo. yes godo. godo and
0: oh godo um.
2: Though it Which, sounds like a monkey name, or sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. An ape name. Okay. He's actually a human. He's, uh, he's just a regular human dude that lived on a mountain.
0: Who wears uh, a green mouse Sweet Very turtleneck. Terrific. And, um, when they meet him, Johnny says, we met a nice guy at last. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but
2: they, they trapped him first. Remember that. Yeah. And he yeah. had a gun pointed at them. And then right. they finally said, we might, we met a nice guy at last, um,
0: which they were also very confused of whether or not if he was a human. Yeah, yes. That yes. Was, even he's clearly a human.
2: And then didn't he also question their humanity as well?
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it is later uh, discovered that he is the last human in the future, mm-hmm. um, and that they ch- join him, uh, the three, uh, to become the last four humans in existence. So he's a little confused i think at, at their appearance um just a little and the yeah.
2: dialogue in that scene was off it was i would say probably the the hardest for me to comprehend because there was this part that i tried to write down and I, i'm pretty sure i paraphrased it to make it to make more sense but something along the lines of oh my god water then somebody said don't worry because they were concerned about the water for some reason and then then 2 seconds later they say wow this tastes good.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, this is um the best water I've ever had. I I yeah, love
0: exactly. I love, love 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 watching 60s 70s Japanese television or anime. Um mostly because of the dialogue like that. It's so like, like I mentioned like it's I mentioned so earlier Johnny Soko um, and it reminds me a lot of watching like speed racer where oh, yeah. they have to consistently speed up the tone of like what they're trying to say or slow it down in order to fit the scene. Mm-hmm. So like just that it is so unnatural, but it just adds a level of bizarre charm to it to me um i love stuff like that unfortunately this movie was maybe 45 minutes too much longer of what i would typically enjoy
2: <laughs> yeah but then on top like of that
0: like forty-five minutes too much longer <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it, it's it's mind-boggling to me because i i feel like if uh, right if if you've got a, a you know, hours and hours of content that you can cut through, mm-hmm. right? And then you also have a different language. So you can really change the mm-hmm. plot, you can change the pacing, just with the power of, you know, on the cutting board. The choices were just so, so odd, so like they, odd. they
1: could have easily Power Rangers this whole thing.
0: Well, that's, that's what I'm gonna bring into this now is uh, Sandy Frank um and who he is uh he's the producer of this and who who brought it over to the united states from the 26 episodes um you may recognize that name from multiple places uh sandy frank uh brought over a lot of japanese uh creations to the u.s um and uh was made fun of a lot within uh mystery science theater 3000 in fact whenever they see sandy frank's name they freak out um that said what i know sandy frank from the most is an anime called Gachamon, which was mm. yeah which was re-edited into battle of the planets heavily re-edited into battle of the planets and that is a sandy frank production Oh Christ so Sandy Frank has a history of just butchering really good things or at least acceptable things and then just completely turning it on its head missing the point but selling it to an American audience (laughs) so that's so um I would highly suggest there's uh I think it's the history of battle of the planets which is on toy galaxy their youtube channel we're not sponsored by them um but they go into a lot of different sandy frank productions throughout that entire series
2: now was is is this isn't the same guy that did the power rangers was
0: that pre or post uh, um so this is pre uh that is that's saban saban did it in a smart way though yeah uh, yeah as opposed to how sandy frank was doing it
2: yeah because i remember um i think it was like the netflix special or something like that that said like the movies that are tv shows that made us or something like
0: that oh yeah yeah Yeah.
2: yep that's how i learned about that and i thought that was a really interesting concept but uh so this is a guy that was doing it before
0: yes yeah yeah, I mean, he was definitely bringing it over as as much as they possibly could, and then I think Saban kind of Saban and um, Stan Lee uh, were the ones that really brought forth like the Power Rangers era of that. Um, well, there was also there, Japanese Spider Man. Well, yes, exactly. I think that's why Lee kind of knew of it at that time. Um, but yeah, pretty. Pretty crazy stuff. So kind of Sandy Frank to...
2: apparently also did uh uh he produced or distributed were um name that tune, Face the Music, The New Treasure Hunt, Bobby Vinton show, Bill Cosby, The Dating Game.
0: Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. it seemed
2: like he yeah, it seemed as though that he kind of stuck his fingers in anything he could get.
0: Yeah. Gross. I mean, he was he was a pretty powerful like producer at the time, but he also brought over like G- uh Gamera, the Gamera trilogy
1: oh see that's cool i like Gamera.
0: yeah i mean not all of it's bad per se but it's definitely a little bit more lazy when it comes to the overseas productions that he was kind of shoving over to the united states
2: um he also had battle of the planets this japanese anime that's yep, i think that's it's... One we
0: were we were just talking about that's the yeah. gachamon that became battle of the planets oh gotcha so Um, it's actually
2: two different uh, gotcha
0: yeah gachamon is the japanese name for it and battle of the planets is the american name but battle of the planets is so different from gachamon
2: yeah because i was gonna say that's interesting because i knew gachamon but i didn't know battle of the planets
0: i knew battle of the planets growing up but didn't know (laughs) gachamon Ooh. So it's like one of those things where you just kind of learn about it as as, as you kind of go on. And now knowing Gachamon, it's so much better than Battle of the Planets. Um, it's kind of like the that Robotech kind of thing where Robotech was three different animes merged into just one very boring one. Uh,
1: he wasn't responsible for, for the original Voltron, right? No. I don't believe so. Because I've actually seen the Japanese version of Voltron. It's called Golion or Golion. And uh, yes. it is yep. so different. And it is oh yeah violent. I, mean, if you, I,
0: I know we're kind of getting off topic, but if you ever get a chance, go watch uh, the Super Sentai series of Power Rangers. Uh, mm. Specifically the Z- Zayuranjar, which is the one that I'm butchering that, which is the one that Mighty Morphin is based off of. It's so good. Like it is legitimately like a good show about a bunch of warriors that were frozen during the uh, dinosaur era and then come back to go fight an evil witch. Rita Repulsa, as we know her, who eats children. That. <laughs> oh, man. It's love that. so good. It's love that. So... Yeah, definitely. Oh, I that. love it so Holy much. I've, I've watched that now, and I, I, I think it is just one of the best. Uh, Shows like it makes me appreciate Power Rangers even more because it stands so well on its own. Um, damn, that's <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, all right, uh, Time of the Apes is a movie, all right, guys. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, so hey.
1: <laughs> finally, he's using the sound effects in a good way. Uh, not anymore. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they also meet Pepe. Yeah, you know, we forgot to talk about that. That was the... We talked about the, the little kid ape that they met. But mm-hmm. we mentioned that that was the kid ape's name, was Pepe.
0: Yeah, a little girl named Pepe. A little, like, lemur girl? I don't know what that thing was supposed to be.
2: I don't know if that was a lemur. It was, it like... It, it,
0: it was black she, and white. Yeah, she face. looked
2: like a black gorilla like a young gorilla but with hmm. like white around the eyes and mouth
1: maybe a tamarin
0: maybe oh, it could have been. Yeah. um yeah so they meet pepe as well and uh gordo or gordo gordo <laughs> Go- is like really handsy with her too and it, it's clearly like a child in a costume yeah. um And I think throughout the entire uh, film, we were all confused as to whether or not it was supposed to be a girl ape or a boy ape.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, the the voice
2: was very uh, androgynous. Um, Yes, yeah. And the the interesting thing about uh, the relationship between Godot and Pepe is I think in the TV show... It's more established, right? Because it it seems like in this movie, there was a scene that I distinctly remember where, like, the whole army military is after this group of people, right? So, you've got Johnny, Catherine, Carolyn, Godot, and Pepe. And Gordo, or Godot, sorry, Godot, he just... He just goes out and he's They're like, oh, my God, quick, like we have to get out of here. And he goes and does like some crazy action thing. And during that scene, they're like, "Okay, now tell me everything about Godot. And then Pepe just goes on this long thing about how everyone knows Godot. And he's so great and he's wonderful. And he saved me from whatever it is.
1: From one of his own traps.
2: Yeah. So it was like a very interesting like i guess they were like playing catch-up i'm assuming there was like some episode that talks about those two and their relationship and they're like we gotta cut this out so let's just have a voiceover (laughs) over an action scene with goto like being like blown up and trees shrapnel being everywhere
0: right and again this, this kind of brings me back to um uh speed racer where uh you have a little kid and a monkey um, being like your sidekicks, but they just merged it into one for this one where they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, isn't it funny that we have like this little monkey kid or ape kid running around. That's great. People are going to love them, but yeah. no, it's, it's goddamn frightening. And like yeah. the rest of the cast looks at Pepe as if it's like the cutest little thing. Like they're all looking at it with like endearment. But when we see it, it it's a kid in like a, a four Foot tall head. <laughs> oh <laughs> tall yeah, head. yeah,
2: yeah, Pepe, she, she has a large forehead. Um, she has a very large forehead. It's a five head.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> uh.
2: So, so we we got halfway through the movie. Uh, uh around this part. Oops! Sorry. No.
1: Whoa, whoa! What are you doing?
0: Oh no! I got rid of it.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Anyway, we were halfway through <laughs> this movie at this point, and I just wrote, "I'm exhausted."
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I stopped taking notes long before you stopped taking notes. I'm sure. Um, I just I couldn't take any more notes. I think like one of my last few things was uh, Pepe looks like Chewbacca's child from Oh yes, uh, from the Star Wars the holiday, holiday yeah. special. And that was also, that's also a frightening thing. Um, and like, I, I wrote down that Godo likes to do fancy gun flips when he, when he, after he's he yeah, he done beating somebody up, he has to do like a fancy RoboCop gun flip.
2: Yeah. Um, I just so have written down here, hopefully. I'm exhausted and time is irrelevant um, at that point.
0: Right. Well, yeah. how cold were you at that point? How what? How cold were you at that point while watching the film? I... that I plays was, a major role in your time displacement.
2: I was so cold. Can you play that sad music real quick?
0: Yeah, I got you. I just felt... Oh, shoot. Uh,
2: it's the moment's over now. I I don't feel anything. It's so cold. I... I don't recall the taste of water. The sound of bread... I'm naked in the dark. Anyway, uh, there's <laughs> aliens everywhere in this.
1: Yeah, there uh, are. It's one alien uh, ship, though, isn't it? Isn't it just one ship? It's one alien ship,
0: but it keeps following them.
1: Yeah, because like, wants to help them? Yeah. Or
0: not help uh, them? Uh-huh. And um, what else is following them is Galus, who is the the evil ape. Who? Chimp. Uh, Gaylus? isn't that it? Oh,
2: that the guy with the eye patch?
0: Gaba. I thought it was gay
2: Bar.
0: gay Bar. The one, the one right. who wants to kill Goto because
2: Godo killed gay-bar. my family. I kept,
0: I kept, I kept writing Gailus is what I thought they were saying. uh It's Gaybar. Okay, yeah. so he shows up and he's been tracking them down because he thinks that Goto kill there's too many g's in here he thinks that goto killed uh his wife and his son and Mm -hmm. so he wants to destroy them but goto like doesn't like tell him no i didn't like he just fights back at all times um eventually the the payoff is and I, i guess you can call this a payoff if it is uh the spaceship arrives when uh Gala, uh, Gay Gaybar was about to kill them. And uh it shows a montage, like a clip of like as if scene. it was
2: recording. So that right. is a good point. I think that that UFO has been recording all of yes. this.
0: Yeah. Because it kept it was taking photos earlier in the film. Like it was like snapping photos at one point. Oh yeah, the
1: Periscope um, comes out and
0: Yeah, Periscope comes out and it's like um so it shows uh, Gabar that um, Godot actually was trying to save Gabar's wife and son from falling down a cliff, but the the wife ends up falling, and then Gabar picks the son up, and they're walking, but then... I'm sorry, Godo picks the son up, and they're walking, but then Gabar shoots his own son, thinking that he's trying to shoot Godo but he didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I mean,
2: that, honestly, that whole scene made the most sense uh, to me. I thought, I thought like that part, like, uh, I mean, we all kind of saw it coming.
1: Um, right? Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that scene made the most sense to me, honestly, I, I thought that that was, and I, I mean, I put the bar very low and that, that went above <laughs> the bar. It went above the bar. Surprisingly
0: um so yeah i just like they,
1: i like Gabar pleading with the with the alien ship please please why do you keep stopping me from destroying Gado? Uh, i will do anything you
0: want i'll do anything he just like keeps pleading i that, know I and he's going <laughs> like again and I, I i bring back to speed racer where they either slow down or they speed up the the dialogue because they either have to fill something or they have to get it in as quickly as they can. But they can it's the where they had to fill something.
2: They could cut it. I don't know. Sorry. That's just my oh, I see. But anyway, so we need to talk about uh Yukon over here uh real UConn, quick. Yep. Um the universal environmental I think I got it wrong. Control uh climate control. No, control computer is what I have, but that's you that's used. Universal
0: environmental control computer.
2: Gotcha. But wh- where is U-E- I guess can is, is Yeah. Um,
0: cause it and, was UEC and then calm.
2: So they walk into this like cave. Um, oh, sorry. Everyone but Pepe, because they told Pepe to bugger off and kick rocks and so, stay with your mom before and you they were sad about back
1: it. to UCOM. Let's not forget the disturbing slow motion scene of pepe running after them saying goodbye
0: oh yeah 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 because it was clear like the end of an episode of yeah. like them like coming to their long journey to the end with them with pepe oh. but it was just like goodbye 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 yeah
2: and then it like yeah it goes into this crazy feedback loop um and just freeze frames and then they just drive off like nothing ever happened. They go, Oh, we had such a great time with Pepe. Everything is great. Um, she hit us in some hay. Yep, um,
1: <laughs> a, a good, good plan. It <laughs> was a great. Yeah, plan. it was such
2: a weird plan. Like, Godot was just like, Okay, I have so far been able to destroy all apes in single hand to hand combat. All you have to do is just get them close to me. This is my plan. Let's go into hay carts and we'll get past the guards and i was like what you can just
1: it
0: worked it was just one it was one guard and they got past it for like five seconds and then they killed them them. yeah um Uh, so yeah so they 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 come to like a mountainside and then it's the entrance to westworld and then they go inside of that
2: so so yukon is this computer right this is what they established that yukon is this computer um, the computer was created by humans. Yes, and humans said, uh, "Sorry." And the Yukon said, "You know what? Humans are lazy, and they ruined everything. We were gonna automate all this stuff for you guys, but you know what? It'd be better if you guys just all died." So I think Yukon made. Oh yeah, yeah. So 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 humans made the apes fight, fight the war, war for them and then ucom was supposed to like automate everything else and then ucoms like well you guys are so lazy it doesn't matter and then after that ucom was like all right listen the, there can't be any humans on this planet anymore because or, or on this time right now you can either stay here uh, sorry sorry you can't stay here you must either go into the future or go to another planet that was the decision now i have a question for you <laughs> Would you rather go into the future or go to another planet,
0: Andrew? We'll start with you. Yeah, like a Schrödinger's cat kind of situation. Uh, would okay? Here's my question. So
2: you're in a planet full of or a time where you're full of um apes. You're full of apes, right? And Four
0: humans, two annoying kids, a lady, and a, and a, and a Gordo. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do I? do? What yeah, do are you going
2: into the future or are you going to
0: another planet? Here's my question, because they they mentioned this as well in their decision making, that they don't know if the other planet is habitable. They
2: also said they don't know uh, if the future is going to have apes or not. And they assumed that they would because they're the last humans.
0: Well, then I guess no matter what, it sounds like you're going to die so I would rather see another planet in my last moments of life.
2: Okay. um... (laughs) All right, Joe um... ballpark, Joe, what is your answer?
1: What do you got? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I I was leaning towards other planet just because, just because, you know, you're going to end up with apes that probably want to kill you anyway and they're not going to know what you are depending on how far into the future unless stories are told throughout all of apedom so i'm going other planet if it's uninhabitable then whatever i'm dead anyway
2: so my answer is as long as i can go into the future where the future is the tim burton planet of the apes um uh, that wasn't called the planet of the apes that was called something else um
1: no, it was called Planet of the Apes. Oh,
2: it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I would want to go into that one so then I could uh have a relationship with a hot ape. <laughs> Just like Marky Mark. Night. Um that would be yeah, that would be my that would be my answer. Um And then the only thing I have written down, the last thing I have written down here is uh this I wrote very down- wise to <laughs> Catherine Coraline, Catherine Coraline, Catherine Corline. That's what I wrote down as the last oh, thing.
1: Yeah, yep. When they were so, when they finally supposedly went into the future.
0: Catherine Coraline and Johnny all decide to go into the future, but uh Godo decides that he'd rather just die.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he agrees. He doesn't to make it, a choice. Right? He agrees to it. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And then they're like, OK, the way to get into the future is to go into these freezing pods, just like how we got here. He looks for a second at the freezing pods and he goes, fuck that shit. And then yeah. bounces.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I will not go in there.
0: And then so uh, Yukon just like dissolves him Yeah, in space and time. Um, so, yeah, they wake up in the in the present. And they realize it's only been six days, because of uh, cold science, and uh, that's about it. Well, so I'm confused. It, like,
2: so they went, so they, so time passed, six days yeah. passed, but they went back in the future. I mean, they went back, back to the past. Right,
0: So I'm curious if this is like a time is a reciprocal kind of thing Mm -hmm. where they reach the end of time and then it just started over again.
2: I don't think they presented it that way. Didn't they say that, like, how is this possible? And then the Uncle Charlie said, I. Uncle
1: Charlie. Yeah,
2: his name is Uncle Charlie. I knew this because Johnny, the whole first half of the movie just kept saying, where's Uncle Charlie? Are you Uncle Charlie? Where's Uncle Charlie? It's like, kid, they're all apes. There's no Uncle Charlie right now. Um and he specified to Coraline, which I think was the mother. It could have been Catherine, I don't
0: remember. Uh, um Caroline was the aunt. Wait, the no, aunt. that's not her aunt. That's not the their aunt.
2: aunt. No, no, no. Well, she was just her a relationship to the kids. I think she was just some lady.
0: She was
1: like a oh. nurse at the at the institute.
2: I Here. think so. And I kept I kept saying mother, but she wasn't the mother. Um uh Coraline. So Charlie had this conversation with Coraline, and Coraline, uh, and Charlie was like, "You may have been so frozen that time instead of going forward went backwards." Is
0: that what they were saying? No, I believe what they were that's we're what saying. the last
2: thing said. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, so Maybe. how does this, how does this how does this differ from um, other? Ape, ape stories in terms of their science i'm really curious
0: uh no. the other eight movies pretty much use a slingshot wormhole trajectory science
2: so space space, space science space. science. Space. Space okay space.
0: yeah it makes a lot more sense than this science um
2: are they like alternative realities or like just they're, alternative they're, like universes
0: it does create an alter it does create a split in the timeline at some point um so that there is time travel within the the planet of the ape series especially in the first one first film and the third film um have a large portion of time travel which affects yeah uh, and it splits the the time stream into two um so it's done with a little bit more care in planet of the apes
1: <laughs> a lot more care
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah
1: it's done with a lot more care like i mean but here's the thing like planet of the they apes, don't
0: really they don't dwell on the science of it that much correct um yeah, the, they, the, other the only was, thing they dwell on is the implications of time travel not how they achieved it also
1: it gotcha, gotcha. meant to be a feature-length film this was not- right that's true
2: <laughs> well so, so this is interesting right because I, I feel like going back to what you were saying before andrew that the this you know is around the same time and then uh, as um godzilla uh, well not the same time as godzilla but like you know in the height of godzilla so godzilla i mean i i've during quarantine i watched Primary, every single japanese godzilla movie that i could from nice. like not the early ones i think we started from like the 70s up uh okay so we didn't we didn't do any of the black and white oh no we did do black and white but you know what i mean anyway um up, 1970, up until
0: 1975 is the showa era of godzilla yeah so, that so we watched the first era.
2: i think it was yeah i think it was like that that right after the first era um okay so i watched all of those and all of those movies they they had to explain the science that was like a big thing in yeah. all of them they always had to explain the science they would talk about you know gamma rays they would talk about the time travel they would talk about aliens and all this kind of stuff but there was always a science base to it and i think that's just because Uh, that was the content that was like what, what, what was written. So when they translated it, they were like, okay, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the science. We're just going to translate it word for word or, or, you know, or, or concept to concept. Um, I'm curious if they went further into it or if, if the translation to English was just bare bones and they're like, yeah, you're cold and that's why you're frozen now. Right. What do you, what do you want from me?
0: Yeah. I think it was more, In the terms of they saw what was on the screen and they're like, we'll just write that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm curious if they, if Sandy Frank and his production company were the ones that even edited it down to an hour and a half.
2: Oh, Um, that may not be a thing. I thought, I thought they were. I thought that was the assumption. I don't,
0: I don't know. I, I really don't know. Because I don't think the
2: series is English, is it?
0: It's not. No. But what I'm saying is maybe it was part of the deal where they're like, Hey, there's 26 episodes here. If you guys can knock this down to an hour and a half, we'll dub it. Mm, you know what I mean? That could be a thing.
2: Well, but, but hold on. This is, this is interesting because we know one of the voice actors. You mentioned that Ooh, one yes. of the voice actors is not like, mm. uh, like, cause I think around that time they weren't like, I think even Godzilla, they weren't dubbing in America. They were dubbing, in
0: canada no,
1: I, oh, right? some, yeah
0: like that? maybe somewhere around there um i mean i i know of the voice actor of goto it's the guy that played uh biggs and star wars one of uh luke skywalker's buddies in the rogue squadron yeah. um that's yeah, about yeah. it i love um, that that is mm-hmm. not wedge but biggs yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah the other guy yeah <laughs> um so, I, I the one don't know what you're thinking his... of. It's the other one. Just that's it, it, how I it, remember it. Yeah.
0: The, the one with the mustache. Nope. The other the one.
2: The other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, wait, or is it the other one? Joe, I'm confused. Which one has the mustache? Biggs or Wedge? I thought Biggs had the mustache. Biggs has the mustache?
2: I thought Biggs had the.
0: Biggs has the mustache. Biggs I'm an
1: idiot. Mustache. Yeah, it's Biggs is the one with the mustache. That's yeah. the one. That, so so the when one. they're
2: in the hangar and he meets Four up kids. with somebody, it's that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah.
2: And also, if you look at the deleted scene from the first uh movie, there's a whole scene with him in front of like a bar being like, Yo, I'm going out and Luke is like, Come come with me. I wanna yes. go with yeah. you. And then he's just like, Nah, dude, kick rocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. exactly it
0: uh, man. Um, perfect per no i think you, you nailed it on the head that's biggs mm-hmm. uh isn't he uh is he um Ewan mcgregor's uncle or something i don't i don't know
1: i don't know that piece of trivia i know
0: you Ewan mcgregor's uncle is either biggs or wedge i know my buddy if he's listening to this, he's going to be really in. Yep. It's Dennis Lawson. Dennis Lawson played wedge. God damn it. <laughs> wedge is actually the uncle of you. McGregor. There you go. Uh, oh, so wow. you, you got him confused again. I keep getting them confused. Uh, I know them mostly from uh, all the final fantasy games. Always have two characters named Biggs and wedge. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm also uh, true. Uh, well, from three and up. Um, So or six in our world. Uh, I hate this. Okay. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at these voice actors that did the English dub and other than a few that did voice acting for like other anime stuff, most of them are, are like, went on to doing other like pretty popular movies. Like this one did, this guy did, the guy that played Lee who I think was the, I think that was the captain. I think that was the our, our, our Colonel Sanders, I think that was Lee.
0: Okay. Uh okay. he
2: played the computer in in 007 Goldeneye. Oh okay. He also played General uh Bulge in the Sum of Fears, Summon and All the Fears. And Mission Impossible, he was in that as additional crew. And Atomic Blonde he, like this guy is he was in Wonder Woman uh 84 as the Russian general. This guy this he Makes a name for
0: himself as a right. general. We're still, he to,
1: yeah, yeah. And Wonder Woman eighty four is terrible.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, we won't go into that. But um, I, because I, I have no opinion. So I mean, uh.
2: I guess the reason why I'm saying this is like it seems like they did actually put some money towards this. So it sounds oh, yeah. like I mean, again, it sounds like would have been um, uh, our our dude, the the one guy you mentioned. I can't, I forgot Sandy his name. Frank. Yeah, it sounds like Sandy Frank probably put money towards this. I mean, that's just my assumption.
0: I think he put enough towards it. I don't Mm -hmm. think he, you know, it was a quick buck to put it on VHS, get it out there, sell it to um, television stations, especially in the early cable days, because all television stations were just looking for movies to run at like two in the morning Mm -hmm. and get the residual. Um, I do know, for instance, Sandy Frank was annoyed at Mystery Science Theater for making fun of him so much. Mm-hmm. So, I do know that he at least holds a grudge in regards to how a lot of these movies were portrayed later on.
2: Is he going to um, contact us? Should I?
0: Frank, is I think not. he's dead. I want to say, uh, I mean, I say, 90 I mean something. Like his, his estate might go for us. I doubt I it. I think Sandy Frank is alive. No, he. Oh, my God. Is he alive? Be careful what you say. Andy Frank is still alive. He's ninety-one. He lives in yeah. Mount Kisco, New York. Joe, yeah. let's go visit him. I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, he has
2: a cool name, Sund- Sundel Francos.
0: Well, I think we should go visit him. Uh, it's it's right near uh, White White Plains. Yeah, I know. I know
1: exactly where Mount, Mount Kisco, Kisco New York, is. My aunt and uncle used to live
0: there. I know. Maybe yeah. listen, listen. Oh my God, is your aunt and her uncle Sandy Frank?
1: both of them are sandy frank yes
0: are you kidding me one sandy the other one's frank yep i knew it should we try to contact him and get his uh like uh,
2: his like i like how, how this went for him this movie yeah
0: i think uh in general um here i'm gonna start writing my letter
2: dear dear, sandy Sand. frank, <laughs> dear mr frank Thank How's you it going?
0: Okay, your okay. okay. Are you, you're writing it. All right. I, I'm going to let you write it.
2: Okay. Thank you for your frank entertainment. Uh, you were amazing when you were the founder of Sandy. I'm just reading off your Wikipedia here. Um, what was it like being such an amazing influencer to American culture and comedy and uh, production? Please respond. It's been years. I miss the times we had together. Oh, Sandy. Oh, Sandy. PS, hit a homer. Uh, Apparently, uh, his uh, ex-wife, Brenda (sighs) Frank...
0: Says juicy that gossip
2: on this yeah, podcast though? Says that he's an unfaithful creep.
0: Oh. Juicy gasp yeah, And then uh gasp going on.
2: Gawker said that uh this is what? New York's creepiest looking couple arrested for assaulting each other.
0: yeesh Yeah. Well, I think we definitely have to reach out to him now, Joe. Yeah, this was 10 years ago. Go for it. Wow. Well, okay. Well, with that, um, I think I think we, we got the most that we could out of... I, I'm shocked that this is an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Time> <laughs> <of the Apes.
1: laughs> Honestly,
2: that's how I felt with The Time of the Apes. I was shocked that it was only an hour and a half because it felt like three hours.
1: Oh, you mean when we were 30 minutes in and I said, oh, my God, guys, we're only 30
0: minutes in. That's <laughs> <laughs> me with every DC movie. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh
2: final thoughts?
0: Yeah, final thoughts. Uh I, I don't ever want to go back to this.
2: How many apes do you give this out of five? Uh, ten I, apes. I
0: would say let's say ten apes. I'd, let's just it apes. apes. Yeah. I give it one pepe out of ten.
2: Hmm. Joe, what about you?
1: I give it half a Godo. Mm-hmm.
2: so i'm gonna give and what, what it, do you give it
1: yeah
2: i'm gonna give this movie a solid three gay bars out of 10 uh the reason why i give it three is because uh it has charm it does there's some parts that are charming to it um i probably would only watch those scenes that have charm other than that i uh i will uh, kindly refrain from watching this movie ever again
0: I get that. I, I want to track down the at least the one episode with the robot in it. That 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 I yeah. want to see. Because um, it looks like, like a classic wind-up robot, square head, that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, well, made out Dre, of boxes uh, and a wound.
1: Dre, at the, uh, uh, yes. at the end of every episode, we do like to ask <laughs> one uh, big question is, would you ever go back and actually watch the planet of the apes
2: oh like like the 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 like the, the original
1: the real, you know the original yeah. has, the real has this movie uh, uh
0: piqued your interest in any of the original films
2: i i would say yes honestly i i I've, i'm trying to go back and watch a bunch of older movies that i haven't seen uh in the past to sort of just understand my roots as they say um I am purveyor of old movies. I enjoy them uh, tremendously. So I w- I would say yes. I would say yes. Um, So my question for you guys is, isn't there like multiple?
0: Multiple movies? Yeah. Yeah. There's um the original series ran for five films. Okay. Um, just
2: give me like your best one. I'm not going to watch all five films. That's too Ooh. many. Oh, yeah. One
0: in three.
1: Yeah. You got to watch the original three
2: one and three I can just skip two all together and that'd
0: be perfectly fine. you can surprisingly uh they yeah you can
2: <laughs> I, I will tell you I just recently and this is a little bit off of Planet of the Apes so I apologize for your podcast but I just recently saw Army of Darkness and mm-hmm. I had I got some slack for not watching e- uh, Evil Dead one and two beforehand
0: yeah that i i would give you yeah. slack on and um, but, but the person that told evil me too you can skip people dead one surprisingly but the,
2: the person that told me was like they give you a synopsis so it doesn't really matter and the tone kind of shifts anyway so you might as well just watch the third one because it's the best one and it's the most funny
1: it's not hmm. the best one but evil dead two evil dead two is, dead 2 is by far uh, the best one but whatever people are entitled to their opinion exactly
0: um Yeah, I don't know. That's that's tough because I I would never make anyone go straight into Army of Darkness. I love Army of Darkness, Um, but I would definitely suggest two, and then Army of Darkness. Okay, well, so so this gives you the history of Ash before he's put in that crazy predicament kind of thing.
2: Hmm. I mean, I did understand what was going on. It was a pretty quick uh, intro. Yeah. Um but okay so you're saying that episode uh sorry not episode uh Planet of the Apes and then Planet of the Apes 3 are the are the two movies that I need to see.
0: Yeah, cuz what happens in 2 the the majority of of what happens in it that affects 3 only happens until like the last like 5 minutes of the movie. Um yes. And they kind of explain that anyway. Okay. Uh, pretty quickly like within a sentence. So,
2: I see, I see. Um yeah so I'll, I'll let you guys uh i'll let you guys know when i see them uh maybe i can come back and tell you my yeah. experience of those two movies
0: i i think that would be awesome we're, we're gonna try to do uh like a comeback episode at some point of past guests if they have actually explored any Planet of the Apes since being on the show
2: <laughs> that'd be fun I, i'd definitely come back for that cool.
0: um all right well uh thank you so much for doing this and for uh taking your time of the apes to watch this movie with us. I really wish I didn't delete that drum kit thing by accident. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I'm so upset I'm, right I'm now. Glad you did. I'm glad gonna, you did. Joe, you don't understand on our next episode, there's going to be so many different like sound clips now.
2: I'm so glad that I'm not going to be in your next episode.
1: I hope we don't even have a guest for the
0: next episode. <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll find out. And maybe if we do have a guest, we'll hit it out of the park. <sighs>
1: Drea, I'm, I'm just gonna ask do you have anything that you want to plug i'm I'm just skipping over his shenanigans <laughs> uh,
2: I, honestly not not much I uh thank you for the music uh outro I uh I'm on like Instagram if you want to follow me it's uh you are uh babby grill um if you want to follow me there uh uh like you are so it's your Babby Grill. Uh, not you are babby girl i'm babby girl um we'll put it in
0: uh, the notes for the yeah
2: and other than that like i don't know i do a lot of like lgbtq support work and um activism uh and i like you know i like old movies and i like music and art and all that kind of stuff and analy- analyzation of all that kind of stuff so that that's sort of my jam so if anybody wants to talk about it you let me know
0: awesome that's great um cool being oh, well again yeah thank you again so much
2: yeah thank you for having me I, I wouldn't mind doing it again
0: Joe what an episode yes yes you know what I loved most about this episode Joe what's that yeah <laughs> oh, yeah you loved that you found the sound effects button
1: and much to my chagrin
0: can i explain to you why, why i love it so much
1: because it makes me upset no oh. <laughs>
0: i would never want to make you upset baby
1: <laughs> oh no you why love it? It. i i know why you love it actually i have the answer do you want me to do you want me to say why why cuz i know why i know why? exactly why you why? love it so much you love it so much because i can't do it and you have all the power You've gone mad with power.
0: Have <laughs> you ever gone mad without power? So, um.
1: I've gone th- mad about you.
0: Okay, Paul. <laughs> I got nothing to follow that up with. Um, yeah, I think this was a great episode. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, as always, uh, if you enjoy us or you enjoy listening to us, please let us know give us a like, give us a subscribe, uh, smash that like button. Um, (laughs) and please like give us a review though, uh, wherever you're listening to it and, and shout out to us where you left the review. Uh, and we'd be more than happy to give you a shout out as well. Um, so please do that. We would really appreciate that. I got some weird email that said we were number one thirty nine uh, of the science fiction podcast, uh, in the united states on apple and then my girlfriend goes out of 140 so hopefully that's not the point but we are number 139 hey we're beating something exactly (laughs) or it's out of 139 so um yeah if you do like yeah so if you do like it please uh hit hit that uh like button um so with that, you can always give us a follow. Uh, the podcast itself is at, at podplanetofapes on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me. I'm at majorplotflaw on Twitter and Instagram as well. Tons of cat photos. Joe, where th- where can they find you?
1: So you can follow me at Voices by Joe. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at mistaj831. That's M-I-S-T-A-H- j
0: 831 nice um and as always we want to give a huge shout out to louis aronowitz for providing us with our stellar theme song that's louis aronowitz you can book him at louis please do that the dude is mega talented um i think with that joe uh i think we should sign off on our season two episode one technically episode 16 of 2021 with our classic classic catchphrase so just to
1: preface this we did say it in the episode but i'm gonna i'm gonna try my best to say it as the character did with this knife i'm not scared of anyone nice
0: Joe, I just want to take this time when no one's listening and it's just you and I at the end of the show because most people have probably tuned out by now and I want to tell you how much it means to me that you watch eight movies with me. Not beside me. Not next to me. But with me. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.